Broadcasting to the great Northwest. This is Portland's Morning News. On your first choice for live local news. FM News 101. Your news buddies are here and we're happy to be able to bring you the information that you seem to be craving in the morning. It's That's really a good thing we got going here, the, the, all of us. Rebecca Marshall's our partner there. Hopefully it's a bright light for you on a rainy, drizzly day. Yeah, I'm Steve Leader. It is now 8.03. Guys, unfortunately, some new trouble on the southbound Interstate Bridge. I-5 right lane blocked with a crash and traffic really stacking up around that now. The drive about 45 minutes in building to get you in from Main Street or full rundown coming up in just a few. Our top story, Washington state health officials are looking into the death of a Vancouver woman who died after she received a root canal. The Columbian is reporting that Cynthia File, who was 64, became unresponsive after about 30 minutes into the procedure. She could not be resuscitated. She was hospitalized and died three days later. She received the dental work at Wright and Beatty Endodontics. We are working to bring you more information about this and perhaps hear what the uh, dental office has to say. The ownership of a Portland landmark is at stake in a court fight that gets underway in about an hour from now. KXL's Annette Newell reports the battle for the Alpenrose Dairy pits family member against family member. It's host of the Little League World Series and other cherished community traditions, but will the Alpenrose Dairy remain locally owned? Oregon completes the comeback. Descendants of Alpenrose's founder are trying to stop Washington-based Smith Brothers from buying it. Their lawyer, Jonathan Rodmacher, is asking a judge for an injunction. The court should stop the sale. He says they've made a better offer and accuses the Alpenrose board of rushing the sale. It's a little surprising that they would just go forward like a bow in a china shop to try and close an asset sale of a 125-year-old company. But Smith Brothers Farm says the challenge is without merit and expects to take over Alpenrose this month. Annette Newell, FM News 101. 8.05, gun safety advocates plan to turn in the needed number of signatures today in Salem to put what would be Initiative Petition 40 on the November 2020 ballot. IP40 would have gun owners lock up their guns. Lost or stolen guns would have to be reported within 24 hours. It sure looked like an AR-15. We're learning from Oregon Live about an incident over the weekend in Portland. A lawyer whom police say was shooting what looked like an assault rifle near the convention center. Officers stormed the apartment complex because of fears they had a mass shooter on their hands. Police say 37-year-old Michael Gorman was shooting a BB gun on his balcony Saturday. He told cops he'd been using his BB gun to shoot beer cans. Gorman pled not guilty to several charges. Oregon higher ed workers may walk off the job soon. Pat Boyle tells us they've just taken a strike authorization vote that had overwhelming support. 95% of the SEIU union members voted for the strike if talks don't go anywhere. These are the workers who are in charge of food prep, grounds and building maintenance, tech support and other services at the state's seven public universities. The union says the last management offer included cost of living allowances that don't keep up with the actual cost of living. They claim the universities have shown they value donors and athletics over student services. The two sides plan to go back to the bargaining table Monday. If they still don't have a deal by the 30th, they plan to strike. Pat Boyle, FM News 101. Two more people in Oregon have lung illnesses connected to vaping. That makes four total. But KXL's Rosemary Reynolds says the younger crowd seems to be ignoring the warnings. The CDC continues to investigate the source of what's killed seven people around the country. People who got really sick used juices laced with oils and THC. Casey tells news partner KGW she really doesn't listen to the older adults in her life. 
She still vapes, even though she has friends who've gotten very sick. I'm from Minnesota. One of my friends is like coughing up blood and like some have like sharp pains in their lungs. They're heavy smokers, like weed, vape, yeah. A total of four people have become seriously ill here in the state. One has died. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Hey there, it's 807. It's hard to stop a train. Right now, receive 72 months special financing on a new train heating and cooling system at trainzone.com. More info at trainzone.com. Traffic and weather on the sevens from the Mercedes-Benz of Wilsonville Traffic Center. Chris McGinnis. All right, Steve. The trouble on the southbound interstate bridge looks like we're in the process of getting this clear washed out road out there with one of their incident response teams. Uh, the southbound right lane, though, is still blocked at this moment. And with that in mind, 55 minutes now, your southbound I-5 drive from Main Street to the Fremont Bridge, you will hit a wall of taillights as you roll southbound uh, right at the SR 500, 500 interchange. So heavy the rest of the way down and not helping with the right lane block there on the bridge. I-205 South also kind of slow near Patton Parkway, but then really thick from SR 500 to the Glen Jackson. SR 14 westbound pretty tight as well, coming in from uh, the Fisher's Landing area, about halfway between 192nd and, and 164th is where you hit that westbound slowing. On the other side of town, the drive through Tualatin, I-5 northbound, still pretty thick from Ellison Road, north side of Wilsonville, up through Nyberg, and then again, Capitol Highway through the curves and the 217 drive, as you can imagine, a little slow and go both directions this morning. Our next update in 10, stay connected with traffic on the 7s, mornings and afternoons only on FM News 101 KXO. And a weather forecast too. Western Construction Systems brings it to you. If your house was built before 1970, chances are it's not bolted to your foundation. Find out if you're prepared for an earthquake. Get a free estimate at Western Construction Systems. CCB 94222. Hope your rain gear dried out uh, to put on fresh for you this morning. Boy, we have heavy showers in the area. Generally speaking, we've not seen any lightning, but uh, the rain is just pounding out there. Temperatures today will get up to about 67 and we will reintroduce the chance of uh, lightning and thunder as we progress through the day. Now, all of this finally ends tonight. I have a dry Thursday with developing sunshine and tomorrow's size 72. I'm Rod Hill for FM News 101. It is now 57 degrees with some rain coming down in Portland, 55 in Vancouver, and 55 in Salem. You want to stand out with a different kind of license plate? Well, Grant Mac Hill reports you'll soon be able to apply for a new one. Since February, Oregon has rolled out a new gray whale license plate, a revamped University of Oregon plate, and just last month, a Smokey the Bear plate. And now, the Oregon Wildlife Foundation is working on a mule deer plate. The plate shows the image of the deer standing in the shadow of Mount Hood. New specialty plates can be sold in Oregon if the group creating it sells more than 3,000 vouchers. The DMV's David House explains. In other words, they pre-sell those first 3,000 in order to get the process going and fund the manufacturer and creation of the plate. You can buy the $40 voucher for the new plate on the foundation's website. Grant McHill, FM News 101. And coming up on FM News 101. Businesses complain that the homeless are chasing away tourists, yet tourism is booming. It must be time to tax it. That's at 814. Then you're invited to KXL's panel discussion tonight. Is Portland prepared for a catastrophic earthquake? Join Rebecca in the uh, Bloodworks Live studio for the event. Seven this evening, we'll have a preview as to what you can expect at 819. So if you can stay connected, you're just going to know more. 